Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your sick host, Lisa Lowry. <laughs> and I am your not sick host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Lisa, have you been yelling at dogs all night? I have. Do you like the dulcet tones of my chitty chitty bang bang voice? <laughs> uh, that's an old people reference that I don't get. <laughs> How about Willy Wonka's fucking car <laughs> or boat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know sometimes when people are sick they sound sexy but i i do sound like chitty chitty bang bang and i realize you may have to go back in time in fact on willy wonka's car to go see it but that's fine whatever i'm old you know one time i actually tweeted and this is a jmo because i rarely tweet jmos but um i was very upset that it did get did not get picked i tweeted um just mirror everyone uh, I feel like getting sick is worth it just for the sexy voice. And I said, shout out to Phoebe. Also, <laughs> another thing I don't do often, shout out to friends. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I wasn't on the episode when you when you dragged uh, the friends through the mud. <laughs> and I just recently started rewatching it. I don't I didn't watch it when it was first out. I kind of was late to the game. And I watched it. I'm like, okay, it was a good, really good show, whatever. But... The rewatchability is not great. It's good, though. It's not like Seinfeld. I mean, come on. In fact, there is so much copycat. I'm like, when did this come out and when did Seinfeld come out? Because they have the same premise on a lot of things. Like, what the hell? But, of course, Seinfeld did it better. Yeah. And it's weird because they were both NBC shows, right? So you would oh, think. Oh, yeah. So am I supposed to sing Smelly Cat? Shout out to Phoebe. <laughs> you should. Ooh, this broad sounds hot. <laughs> she says <laughs> oh my gosh all right tonight we will talk about the monday episode with Kristen carney from the ask women and Ment- mentally chill podcast and the thursday episode lizard people probing allison beth and david's street what does it say i can't read my fucking writing <sighs> oh beth and david's street team is that what it is yes Oh, my God. You know what a street team is, right? Do you think I know? <laughs> Just let's put a poll out there between. <laughs> Does Lisa know what a street team is? Does it have to do with like buckets and sticks? <laughs> no, it's just like a, you know, like a kind of um, the most common use of it that I know it from is like. A record label has a street team, and it's just a bunch of people like wearing T-shirts for like a new album, and then they're like marching around holding up posters and shit. Oh God! This is like old style promotion. I remember when I used to go watch certain bands play, and in fact, the band that Allison's was dating one of the guys at the time, and Corn was not popular yet but they would always get billed with them because this band did not really sound like anything so they got billed with all kinds of different bands and i remember the guys from corn like putting out this thing like hey call in um klos 95.5 and and tell tell them that they um you like us and all this stuff and they have all these things like they're putting it out it wasn't no street team but it was similar where it's just like call it call in and if enough people call them maybe they'll play our music <laughs> yeah for sure i mean it's all that grassroots kind of community that gets things going. Kind of like us with Allison stuff. That's true. Maybe we need to start wearing Allison shirts and stuff. It'd be cool if cool people started wearing our shirts or whatever. <laughs> that would be cool. Can you hear the gardeners? I'll pretend like I can't. Okay, good. So when this show comes out, it will be Festivus Eve. And I feel like it's a good time to air some grievances. Um, the gardeners are here while I'm recording. There's trash trucks that are going to be beeping back and forth through here. There's some barking dogs intermittently, and I have a cold. So that's my grievance for the show. Do you have anything, little Rafi? I got a lot of problems with your people. 
<laughs> now you're going to hear about it. First of all, I have a grievance to air with, oh, so many grievances. Fucking lazy people. Mm. Preach. Just bums who just go to work, don't do anything, and then think that they're worthy of any kind of respect. <laughs> Get a job, this, sir. This getting, it's a little too, uh, it's too real. <laughs> this why, this why I had to, you know, tone down my festivist celebrations because I get too passionate, kind of like, uh, like Frank Costanza. <laughs> but, um, shit, see, no, I lost my, lost my train of thought. Well, there was something else, um, grievances, um, shit, I forgot. But when I remember, I'll just, you know, jump in. Oh, yeah, this whole episode can be about grievances. They can pop in and out as they pop in your head because it's worth it. They need to be aired. You can't hold them in. And when also, better to talk about it? Also, people who write shitty iTunes comments, but mm. we'll get to that on Thursday. Oh, this Jen Marie bitch cunt. <laughs> I was trying to look her up on Twitter. I'm like, who is this fucking cunt that I need to drag through the mud? All right. <laughs> you know what? Let's Good use of the mute. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I, I need to learn how to use my mute button more. I think that's the theme of my life. Let's switch gears a little bit and do some shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs, Lil Rafi? Well, first I thought you were going to switch gears to Feats of Strength, and I was wondering how that was going to work over Skype. But I oh, do have don't some worry shout-outs. about it. We'll close the show out, and, <laughs> and you'll see how it works. <laughs> uh, first Get of all... Get your polls ready, everybody. Shout-out to Trice, a.k.a. Trizzy, um, for, <laughs> for booking the room. That's what it was. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Shout out to Leanne, who is tweeting her favorite Christmas songs, which I don't particularly care about, but she's also tweeting her favorite songs of the year. And that gave me the idea. I was like, oh, I should like be tweeting my favorite stuff of the year. And I'm like, no, I can't bite her wave. Let her let her have that. So also shout out to Lisa for having to put up with my bullshit when I fall asleep uh, during recordings. Also, shout out to Rachel. We had a lovely anniversary. Shout out to everyone who wished us a happy anniversary. Um, and shout out to Randy Lawson, because she's awesome. And to everyone else that I'm communicating with that I'm trying to book on the show. Um, we're going to keep that more mysterious, but mm. I think that's all of my shout outs. Some good shout outs. I wanted to shout out Adriana and Kara. They were supposed to be on with us on this episode, but they both were unable to make it, unfortunately, but they're going to come back or they're going to join us soon. So shout out to them. And I know they're bummed that they couldn't be a part of this awesome show. Shout out also to you and Rachel for your anniversary. Look like you had an awesome date, some cool pictures. You know, I'm not one to take pictures of my real life. So good thing she did. Makes me look like I actually put some effort into something. I know if people looked at my just based on what I post, they're like, so she has a two-year-old and she likes Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you look through my photos, it's like 92% are without people. It's just like a picture <laughs> of something that reminds me of Seinfeld or just something that I want to make a 69 joke about or just like stupid, <laughs> stupid shit. And then like every like 12th picture has a human's face in it. It's weird. Speaking of 69, shout out to our best friends fan cast group because that's how many we have. And uh, also another shout out to Rachel and to Jen Wilker because they sent me some lovely Christmas cards. And that was very thoughtful and nice of you to think of me. Yeah, I heard that I was mentioned in these cards, but uh, mm. <laughs> I don't I don't really know. I think she wrote something like, um, yeah, he's not going to sign these or something like that. <laughs> Your name was on the address label, so that was cool. I knew it came oh. in from your direction. That's all that matters. <laughs> There's probably some DNA of yours on it. Not gross. Just, you know. All right. Maybe you licked the envelopes. Oh, no. I use a sponge. I'm not getting Susan'd over here. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Monday with Kristen Carney. Let's talk about the negative stuff per first, and then we'll go, like, not negative, but the... It's, you know, the downer parts, because I feel like laughing, and I think this voice needs to be laughed. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so Kristen was on. She talked about the Stevie Ryan um, passing, and I thought that was, it was really, um, it was really deep, and then it was really sometimes hard to listen to, and it was interesting. And I thought that she opened up a lot about it, and just hearing more details of behind the scenes of what was really going on is really kind of mind blowing with just the healthcare system and medication and just, just everything is just kind of fucking shitty. And I know there was some stuff we talked about on Facebook group. Kristen did make a few comments that were a little like off-putting to me, but maybe that's just her personality (laughs) because, you know, I know she has to try and bring humor to it and I don't know what it's like to go through what she's gone through. So it's kind of uh, crazy. Yeah. um, I know some people were commenting on how she said, like, things never work out for me, like, in regards to Stevie's suicide. And that was kind of... I I agree with people's thoughts. It was a weird thing to say. But at the same time, like, we can't control what we think. So if that's, like, something that popped into her head, like, I get it. Like, because... I am, like, uh, mentally, let's say, not 100%. So, like, if something bad happens, like, sometimes I will think something that is, I wouldn't say out loud, but just the right. fact that I'm thinking it, I feel bad for thinking it. So I, I want to I, I see both sides, and I'm trying to see it from her side. And so, you know, she could have maybe said it differently or something but but i I get the the feeling she had right i agree and i think at first i was just like ew (laughs) that's kind of gross but then it's like okay you know what like you said i think things i don't maybe necessarily say them on a podcast or maybe i do (laughs) like really do i need to talk about that but um yeah so but it was all in all it was a really good interview and i think it was a I don't know. I haven't listened to her other podcasts, but they both sound interesting. I just, I have you hear, heard either of them? I, well, I especially ha- ask women, I'm sure. Um, you know, I don't know if I have listened to ask women, but I, I know I haven't listened to mentally chill because I only learned about it like right before Stevie died. And then I was like, well, I don't want to hear that because it's going to be super sad. Um, yeah, I think I, I haven't, but staying on the negative stuff, apparently she's also the fill in news girl on Adam's show. And yeah. I was like, good thing they didn't bring that up. Cause I was like, I, I don't know. I, and I think someone on Facebook mentioned, like, talk about like being in a hostile environment, like, or like, yes. a, a, like a place that's not good for your mental health is like fucking working there. And that, I think that was one thing that bugged me. Uh, about her, but she was a great guest, though. But I was she like, was. Uh, she works for fucking Corolla every now and then. Yeah. Like, uh, she's working for the enemy, man. Yeah, it's icky. <laughs> okay, so I'm, right. I'm I'm very petty in this way where I understand, like, you know, you can be friends with someone, and I don't have to like them. But like, also, if if you're friends with my enemy, like, I want nothing to do with you. Right. Like, what does it say about you when you are? part of so i i have the same thing i've had friends where i'm like eh, i don't want to be friends with them anymore for x y and z and then some of my friends are still friends with them and i think oh it's fine i'm not going to control everybody and then i start doubting them like why are you still friends with that person they're disgusting <laughs> you know like what eh, yeah oh yeah but i guess i guess she's got to work i mean i can't believe someone like her is ubering <laughs> i mean you know what i mean like you think of someone like her that we I, I didn't know who she was. I knew who Stevie Ryan was. But that would be like Stevie Ryan picking you up in an Uber. To, basically. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's so crazy, this world that we're living in. Yeah. I mean, I it's not what I expected. But, like, you know, you got to pay those bills. Yeah, it's true. Well, let's move on to the her specific tr- Christmas tree preference because it's still negative. <laughs> um it's funny because whenever I see those noble fur, I think those are the ones. Yeah. The ones that are like, that she likes. I always think 
people just buy those because they're they're more expensive and they think that the, it's like buying a car that's expensive just because it, people know it's expensive. I'm like, they just buy it because people know it's more expensive and they're like, look at me, I'm buying a, an expensive Christmas tree. I really didn't think people liked them because they're fucking ugly. <laughs> but that being said, it's nice to see other people's perspectives because she actually does like those. <laughs> Maybe I should ask you before <laughs> I say something like that. Um, I don't know shit about trees and I don't have a preference in a Christmas tree. Um, we have a little fake one. So also I thought it was funny that, uh, yes. Okay. Can you Um, see like the, the middle, whatever the thing, the trunk, (laughs) (laughs) you see the trunk pretty clearly or is it like mostly branches? Well, it's, it's fake. So I don't know. But also, I, I haven't, like, looked at it. I mean, I see it every day, but I've, like, not taken any notes, notes on, on its it. appearance. <laughs> you don't have not a journal tree. entry, my Christmas tree? Yeah, no. Um, but the only thing I could think of while they were talking about this was uh, when Kramer goes to the bank, and he goes, is this mahogany? And he goes, I think it's pine. Then he goes, <laughs> pine's good. <laughs> Which, like, like that. if you're making anything out of pine or mahogany, it's, like, way on opposite ends of the, yeah. the cost spectrum. <laughs> the small tuck. Oh, I think it's pine. Oh, oh, yeah. Good, good. Pine's good. <laughs> yeah, I like the big full tree. I don't like the little whatever. Lots of space in between. I feel like it's just weird, but whatever. But how do you feel about the space for ornament argument? Uh, what was the argument that you have? I feel like the the one she's talking about, there's nowhere to put any ornaments. You have to like lay it all on top of the branches. I don't even know how you decorate it. <laughs> well, I think that's the, the argument is like you fill in that empty space with your decorations. Ugh, I just, I don't know. I have a very specific love of a certain kind of tree and we always get the right tree, but I hate the, I cannot decorate a tree to save my life. It looks like fucking disaster. Like a Christmas tornado went through and it was just like, well, I guess this is what it's going to look like. Every year I have these like delusions of grandeur that I'm going to have this pretty tree and I don't. It's ugly. But the other tree would make it worse. Anyway, apparently I'm passionate about this. <laughs> That's why I only put up a pole, you know, no, no tinsel, too distracting. You know what? Maybe I should just switch to that. Just I've just given in. <laughs> Oh, also Kristen's, this is is another thing, seeing someone else's perspective, because her childhood or her upbringing, how she has that feeling of maybe doesn't trust those who hang outside of her family, like hanging out with people outside of her family. She only likes to hang out with people in her family. And I always had that feeling whenever I'd see people that just hung out with their family, I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't understand it. Like I used to really love my family a lot (laughs) and it was like the best time of year to go for Christmas and Thanksgiving and to see them a couple times a year but like just to hang out with my family I was just like can you not make friends like you have to be born into your group of friends it's weird I don't I don't I never trusted that kind of person so now to hear her side I'm like oh they're actually people now I see it now I understand (laughs) they feel just like I do I you know, I don't I don't know because our family isn't close, but I recently saw an aunt that I haven't seen in close to two decades. Um, and that was kind of very, really weird for me. And also I saw my sister that I don't talk to very often um, and spent like a little bit of time with her. So that was also weird. And yeah, I'd rather not see them. <laughs> well, those circumstances I can understand. But I, we even have these neighbors, we have certain parties during the year with our, with our group of neighbors. And usually like if it's a Friday, it's just, Hey, anyone come over and hang out. There's two parties where it's just, we just invite only because it's, we just want to hang out with a certain people. But this new family keeps inviting all, like we don't, they just keep inviting people without even asking. (laughs) And it always ends up being like their extended family. I'm like, are you just using our party? to have your own party like can you not do something without your whole goddamn family you know what i mean i don't know maybe. Yeah. yeah i actually i feel like that with uh like if i like if i'm gonna hang out with my friend and he doesn't tell me 
that there's like other people with him or like where I'm going, where we're meeting up that he's with other people. And then I feel betrayed because I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here to see you, not this bunch of fucking idiots, you know? <laughs> so, okay, so you're normal. Good. Like me. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> she also talked about holding on. Well, she didn't talk about this, but just the way she was so bitter. Like I thought I was bitter and held on to a lot of pain from my childhood or from the aforementioned family. And I feel like if my, like, let's say my sister, who has betrayed me quite a lot and not been a very good person, if she was to come to me and say, I'm sorry, like, that would mean so much to me. And it would hold a lot. Where I feel like Kristen is holding grudges or holding on to that pain and bitterness, like, tenfold past what I'm feeling. Did you get that from her conversation? Not exactly, but I don't think you can be young and bitter. True. Maybe I'm talking about her. I mean, she did have shitty things happen to her. The inviting you to a party and then uninviting you. And that kind of shit used to happen to me all the time. Most of the time, it would just be like, people would be talking about something and like, hey, you're never going to be invited. <laughs> like, they would just be really rude to me about it. It wouldn't be like the, the invitation. I just feel like she's holding on to that. Like, a lot of people were really mean to me in middle school and high school, but I don't have like that vengeance feeling like it seems like she has. Huh. I didn't, I didn't really get that from her. Maybe I should re-listen. It just seemed like she had, it felt like an open wound still. I guess, I mean, everyone processes things differently. I can't judge. It was just like, wow, I thought I was bitter. (laughs) 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 Then they talked about the Stranger Things. Okay. I wanted to ask you, you were the one that told me to watch Stranger Things, correct? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Okay, and I loved it. The first season, I really loved it. And maybe they are feeding into the nostalgia stuff. I liked the story. I thought it was good, a really good show. I was really excited about the second season. I watched the first, like, two episodes. I'm like, I don't even fucking know what's going on anymore. I, I feel like I have to watch the whole first season. I never have that before. Are you having this, or is it just my husband and I? are like, I'm not, I don't even want to watch it now. I have not seen any of season two, and it's been so long now. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it now. They, they, they touched on how... It's just essentially copying everything from the 80s. And because I have not seen any of, like, like people always say it's like, uh, it's like a little bit of E.T. and like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I've never seen any of that. So I feel like maybe that's why I liked season one. Well, I did watch E.T., but I was like so young. I don't remember shit. And but so you genuinely liked it then. It wasn't like it was playing into something from your childhood. It was just something you liked. Right. But yeah. yeah. But also... I think when I told you about it, I was like one or two episodes in, and then I really fell off towards the end. I got over it pretty quick, and <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I don't really care to watch season two anymore. I'm I, over it. I, I don't know if I would recommend it. <laughs> it was <laughs> two episodes in, I'm like, I feel like I, we need a recap, and I don't even know if I care. Like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I might be over it. Uh, sorry, Stranger Things. What a bummer. So Allison was inspired maybe by Kristen to get an intern. And I'm thinking, (laughs) (laughs) I know many people, and she said they do it remotely. And I thought, oh, no, no, that's okay. I'm close enough. Lisa, she doesn't (laughs) want you to watch her kid. She doesn't want you to mail her packages or do whatever it is an intern does. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I probably should. You should just give up. I should. So I should just start wearing sweats. (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of mailing packages i mailed my fucking pocket knife to jason dix and his christmas present holy shit you know when you mentioned that good thing you didn't like ship it to toby in canada i just pictured toby in an interrogation room with a bucket on his head talking to the postmaster general oh my god the whole thing i'm like really because was, Amanda sent me, a, like, a message, like, oh, thanks for the presents. I'm like, oh, you're welcome. It's cool, whatever. And then she's like, did you know that you sent us a knife to him? I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> and I was thinking about, I am such a bumbling idiot sometimes when I'm in public. Well, whatever. At this moment, I went, I had to go to the post office because shipping something to Toby, I had to go to the post office. I couldn't do it from home since it was in Canada. And so I made the trip and I took Jason's present and I had some other stuff in the car too but then I'm like getting in the car and I'm taking off the label and it's like sticking to my finger and then it's sticking to itself and then I accidentally honked my horn <laughs> it was like 
I have a fucking disaster. Like, I don't know why I'm allowed to go out in public. And then I've been missing my knife for a couple of days. And I thought, okay, it's always like if I'm driving, it's kind of like next to me in the cup holder. Sometimes it's on the seat. It must have just dropped in there. Like, God, it could have been. I just had some Etsy orders go out and I shipped some eBay stuff. I shipped something to Toby. And then that, like, of all of them, it was the best option. (laughs) Because I'll at least get it back and I'm not in trouble. But it's like, oh, my God. (sighs) Well, first of all, this is a good way to ship drugs across the country. It's like, oh, I shipped this, my friend, this, uh, you know, empty microwave box. And I just happened to drop my thousand ecstasy tablets inside of it. (laughs) But also, you use the signed Jeff knife as your daily knife? Oh my god, I think the dog next door could hear that one. Here's the problem. I thought, oh yeah, I want it on the blade part. So he signed it on the blade part because how often am I going to use that? Here's the problem. It's starting to rub off because, you know, I do use it as my daily knife. I don't use it for anything. I just always have it in my pocket and I just like rub his... No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you know, from going in and out of my pocket, it's starting to kind of like rub off a little. So I'm like, okay, next time I guess I'll have to have him sign it somewhere else. But yeah, it's my daily knife. I don't know. I don't know. And I usually have um, some other ones. I couldn't find any backup. So now I feel really naked without it. Well, first of all, you should have like done a clear coat layer over it. Ah, damn it, Rafi. That's like when when people have, like there's like a lot of celebrities that, like musicians that have other musicians sign their guitar and then like it'll like wear off. It's like Mm. you got to clear coat it. But um, yeah, you should get a separate. And I'm swimming in clear coat here too. Seriously. Yeah, there you go. Okay, next time, which apparently is going to be at Sketchfest because uh, it's been confirmed he's fucking going. Oh, yeah. He's going to, you know, produce the show. Okay. Don't act so, like, lackadaisical. I'm fucking excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for Sketchfest. It's coming so quickly. And I'm, I can't, I, you shouted out to Trice, but seriously, Trice, thank you for doing all the legwork for the Allison Rosen real world I don't know if you call it the real world challenge. What did he say it was? I think it's just the real world house. Yeah, it was. It's. I'm excited. We're gonna have so much fun. And now Allison's gonna be possibly on another show on Sunday. What was it? I meant to write it down. Um, I don't know the Sunday show, but she's also gonna be. Oh, this is a great segue. She's also good, gonna be a guest on Jordan Jesse Go on Friday. And guess what? I bought a ticket to that, and we won't be getting in until midnight. So if you're going to SF Sketchfest, I'm looking at you, um, Demian. And possibly, I don't actually know the logistics of giving my ticket away, but if it's possible, hit me up, anyone who's going who would like to see Jordan Jesse Go. Perfect. Yeah, did I wonder if Trice has bought his tickets yet? Or ticket? Oh, yeah, that, that I could give it to Trice. Trice, hit me up. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Somebody who's going. Whoever's first. Uh, but hasn't bought their ticket yet. Hit me you're up. You're right. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And, oh, Schmanners, I think, on Sunday, is what she's going to be at. Sure. <laughs> I fucking know everything. There's going to be a street team out, and we're going to be doing it. All right. Anything else from Monday before we go on to Thursday? One last thing. Uh, going back to the depressing part. Oh, boy. She mentioned... Uh, Stevie Ryan's suicide attempts were just cry for helps, cries for help, I should say. Um, and someone on, I think it was Jen on Facebook said it best that every attempt should be treated as a serious thing. I think that's all. I agree. It's so hard to get up inside someone's head and try and guess what they were doing or thinking and when they're going to make that ultimate choice. So yeah, it definitely should be treated a little bit differently. A lot of it. All right. Should we move on to Thursday? Please. At the top of the show, I did forget to mention also there, it's a, a defense of Keanu, which is important. So, Oh, don't worry. I've got notes on that. <laughs> uh, we were her little potato pancakes sent in by Jennifer Saltz, I believe, on Patreon. Oh, also another thing that I can be is her carbs are because I write down these every single week. With the person's name. So my work is done. So I had some thoughts on this. Um, oh, shit. Is this like a, a subliminal message to us? Like, hey, quit, you know, taking mm. so much. Because we, we always, like with JMOs, we'll say this is a repeat. 
or if it's a carb, we'll say that's been a carb before like three times. So I was like, this is a shot in our direction or not? But <laughs> Because didn't she if, say, if you want to be anal about, I don't want to repeat or whatever, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's not why we do it. But now that it's from Patreon, that's different. And I feel like she shouldn't be like, well, you know, Rachel already got one don't pick hers again i think she should just go off of the carb that just calls out to her if it's if every fucking week it just happens to be mine that's fine <laughs> i agree i think the person who cares if a person gets duplicate it's the carb that speaks to you this is what you want that's what it should be because then she's going to put too much onto it but as i said before carbs are i'm here for you i write it down already so consult away <laughs> god i'm such an idiot All right, so this week, it was the last Thursday episode of the year before she does a repeat next week, and it's going to be a previously unreleased episode that you have already heard, but I'm super excited that I have not heard it yet. Yes, this was the day that I first met Allison after this show, Hutch Harris and What's-Her-Face, a lady from another band. No. (laughs) Anyway, um... (laughs) I asked a question during this episode, and I can't wait to hear it because it was about my job that I hated. And now it's been some time, and I'm three jobs later, and I still hate my job. So (laughs) I'm going to need to hear that advice again. But I can't wait because it was a great show. Hutch does two songs, I think. Fuck, Rachel. Is that her name? Rebecca. Something with an R, maybe. She should have sang some music, but um, I can't wait to hear this. I don't know about you. I'm excited. I am excited. And next week, hopefully, if the stars align, it's going to be Ashley Bloodworth, Jason Dix, Megan Parkansky, Rafael Castaneda, and myself on this on this very show talking about the Bumbershoot episode. So that'll be fun. Ooh, that will be fun because me and Megan went to that together. That's right. OMG. All right. Shout out to you, Megan. I know your job is starting the day after that, but let's hold together for a GMO Patrol reunion, man. It's worth it. <laughs> I'm like waiting for her to answer (sighs) she answers in my head does that matter to anybody oh my god losing it i have need a drink maybe i think that's the problem all right so they talked about the keanu effect and being obsessed with keanu i think oh yeah it was beth hoyt this is her first time being on i really liked her being on it's always hard though because it was definitely like this is a new person but her knowing david huntsberger already i think that helped Yeah, she was good, and the fact that he suggested her for the show a while back, I think, speaks to how much confidence he had in her. I don't think she disappointed, but again, like you said, her this being her first time, I don't think she's, like, up to speed quite yet. Right. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I did not enjoy their weird uh, business improv at the beginning. Yeah, I was like, okay, where's Wendy? We need some good improv in here. Hey, don't get me wrong. Wendy can go yeah. on for a bit too long, too. True. So That is very true. This episode was like, oh, my God. I just got my pubes. Sorry. <laughs> Bobby Brady, everybody. Okay. I was obsessed with Keanu Reeves for a minute during the Point Break era. Uh, it was right, you know, when Bill and Ted's came out, I did not see that movie, but that was the kind of guy that I would like, like the mushroom-haired, like... And I'm doing it with my head right now where they like tuck it behind their ear and they're like super cool. Like that's what I was into. So my first boyfriend, I was introduced by a friend and they're like, oh, he kind of looks like uh, Keanu Reeves. And he looked like a blonde Keanu Reeves. I'm like, I'm not into blonde dudes. But hey, here's my first boyfriend. Oh my God. I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. (laughs) So the reason that... I wrote I wrote down in my notes Keanu Reeves uh, was because so I'm growing out my I'm growing out my hair. Stop it! Um, so, <laughs> hold on. So I'm I hate my job. I'm very unhappy there, and I try to do anything I can to make myself feel like they don't own me, man. Like I'm my own person. I do whatever the fuck I want here. So we what, have did rules. You get the- the Babe Ruth uniform on and eat some strawberries. (laughs) I was going to say, it's like I fucking play for the Yankees because we have rules on what kind of facial hair we can have, how long a man's hair can be. Only the men, by the way. We can have shoulder-length hair, and that's it. So I'm like, 
fine. I'm going to grow my facial hair because I stopped shaving for like two weeks. And then eventually people like for two days, people just every other person was like, oh, they haven't said anything about your beard. I'm like, no. (laughs) And then so I was like, fuck it. So I grew my facial hair differently and I'm letting my hair grow until it gets shoulder shoulder length. And then I'm keeping it there. And so when I go to work, I don't even bother doing my hair anymore. I just shower, dry it like with a towel and just however the fuck it is, is how I go to work. But for our anniversary, I had to dress up, you know, I had to look presentable. So I, (laughs) sorry. It's not even coming from my house. That's cool. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I had to like comb my hair for the first time in a very long time. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this hair because now it's like different than I've ever done my hair. So I just combed it, like kind of slicked it back, like moosed it up and slicked it back. And I looked like the worst John Wick impersonator you'll ever see. <laughs> but I was fucking digging it. I was like, I kind of fuck with his hairdo. So I can't okay. wait. To see so my hair. when I see you, the first thing I want you to say is, they're going to pay me to surf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We got to talk about Keanu movies now because I've never okay. seen his older stuff. I've only seen the Matrix movies, John Wick 1 and 2, and I'm sure there's like one or two others that I've seen of his, but I've never seen Bill and Ted, I've never seen Point Break, but now I think I'm going to watch them all. I think you should. I Okay, of course I like them because Point Break, like Surfers and uh, weren't the Red Hot Chili Peppers in it, and I was like, hello everybody. Bill and Ted's, I wasn't into that like goofy, like ooh, whatever, but that was around the time that I, you know, liked Keanu Reeves, and I also loved him in Parenthood, even though he's not a major character in it. He was great in it, and I love that movie. But I think he's perfect. I don't know if he's a great actor, but he was perfect for those movies because he played like a dummy pretty good. But I have seen The Matrix, I think, and I think I liked it, and it was good. But I still have that, like, oh, you're going to pay me to serve? In my mind about him. You know, I need to see some more new movies like you sing. I don't think he's the best actor, but then again, whoever said it, David or whatever, he can, like, command your attention. And that's all that matters. That's true. Speaking of that, Val Kilmer, I know I've already spoke about his real genius, but I was so in love with him as well. And Allison, what was the poster that she said that she said she had (laughs) besides Jim Morrison? Oh, no, she drew pictures of Jim Morrison. I definitely had a crush on him. But of course, because Val Kilmer as well. But what was the poster that she said that she was she loved some dude? I forgot what she said. You remember? Uh, I, I do, but it's not coming to me. I just I remember her saying Jim Morrison and the doors. By the way, I don't like the doors. Is that a hot take? <laughs> I think I'm over it, but I definitely had a definite, definitely had a brief moment with them. I want to talk about your obsessions and your youth. <laughs> and I had different layers because when I was really young, I was obsessed with like wham and, um, especially, especially, <laughs> And this is going to be funny because the picture I, that I used from last week, I was obsessed with Don Johnson. <laughs> and I had a poster of him in my closet. And I, and I would talk to him, too. I think I was, like, blowing kisses and stuff, just like Allison was talking about with whatever dude you did. And it was funny because the poster was him smoking. Like, that was a poster I had as a kid in my closet as my, like, private, like, ooh, I've got my Don Johnson poster. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Then it, when I grew up, it was more like Val Kilmer and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Who else? I don't know. Uh, what were yours, Selena? <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, it wouldn't you be know, an episode without me being racist. When when we when the Selena movie came out, we went to see it in the theater and. I was a little too young, so, like, I knew the music a little, but I didn't, like, really get it at the time. So, not Selena. Uh, I don't really think I had any. Because, so, we lived in a two-bedroom apartment, and my sisters, we all, my two sisters and me shared a room. And so, one side was all my sister's NSYNC posters, and the other side was my sister's, like, NSYNC posters. Backstreet Boys 98 Degrees posters. So it was like, like you, like you see in Tiger Beat or whatever, where like the yeah. whole wall is papered, like, yes. uh, like you're searching for a serial killer. It was like that, but with 
boy band posters. So I had no space of my own. So I oh. didn't have anything. I was really into like Anthony Kiedis for a while and Mike Patton, I think, the singer from Faith No More. I was really obsessed with him. And I also had posters all over my walls, but it was none of no boy. I was never into boy bands. I think that I bypassed all that, but I was into like Morrissey and the Smiths and and heavy metal and Jane's Addiction. <laughs> I had like a whole different mixture of stuff on my walls. I wish I had a picture of that actually, but yeah, I was real boy crazy. So like any, you know, I would get. It's weird for me to talk about this because I don't have that anymore. But I get crushes on people. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> It's so in my past. Anyway. All right. Well, if you think of it, just just buzz in. If you think of one. Sorry. Not of it. <laughs> I got. I just got. I got nothing. Okay. You're a cold, soulless person. It's fine. Or maybe you're just more normal-minded and not crazy like me. I mean, like, for like a short time, I, I liked Pamela Anderson, but it's like I had a poster or anything. <laughs> but... That was because I was like a thirteen-year-old boy or something, or oh, I don't even know like how old boob. I was. And there's been. boobs and yeah, you know. exactly. It was yeah. just like okay. boobs. Um, so it's like normal. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, oh, I just remembered I one. Put boobs on the wall. So it was just boobs. Yeah, sure. Headless yeah. women is what yeah. you're into, and maybe footless or legless, because I know they have to have butts. Um, I just right. remembered the guy from when I was really young. I had one of my first memories of having a crush. The guy from Emergency. <laughs> I don't even know what his name is. But I'll still see guys that look like him. He had a very George Harrison look to him where I'm like, oh, no wonder I like George Harrison and Michael Nesmith. Uh, yeah. Maybe I, is this the who did Lisa have a crush on show? <laughs> oh, my God. Every show is that when we talk about <laughs> Colonel's Colonels. <laughs> Insert those here. Yeah, let's put those right here the fuck the monkeys now humans are dangerously close to extinction about one of those air-filled wacky guys it's mesmerizing and when you get in your arm twisted behind you you keep one arm free and you throw out beer coke (laughs) it's a lot of stress i'm not gonna lie to you you know you just walk down the street you always have to be thinking should i have sex with this person they want to have sex with me even if you say no yeah there's a lot of but if you're too big of a dick to them might make like you more i'm into them obviously you have my flip-flops and when it was over hey i have your flip-flop keep them i think it was if you're Driving in a Chevy, that's also nice. I don't have any good ones, but the last one I had was about a year ago, and it was ice cold. That just snuck up on us, and we got snake bit. I was like hell for two days. It just takes me forever to shake it. Oh, we're screwed. That could be your New Year's resolution, to eat more bags of dicks. Uh, They're always good. I wish every single... I wish I could just have like a soundboard so I can have them out, so I can actually use them as drops. Someday I will, because I think they're all very good. And I feel like he's really like amping them up. Maybe I'm just... Maybe it's just me, but anyway. So during the live stream, the Patreon live stream last weekend, Allison was talking about that she was going to be invited to it or that she was invited to a party. She wasn't sure if she was going to go. And we were all like, you got to go. You got to be, you know, it's like they're both kind of like poo-pooing it. And then I see pictures that she actually went and she met some famous dog or whatever. I'm like, I was more excited that she went to the party. Like you got out of your house on a Sunday afternoon. I'm proud of them. And Allie Ward was there. Who knew? Was she? Oh, that's so cool. I didn't see that. She's the one who took that picture. Oh, my God. I don't read. (laughs) (laughs) Or look at maps or a lot of things. Anyway, I think it's funny that she went to a lot cut party and then she chose potato pancakes as the carb. It was just kind of perfect. Ooh, what was the carb from the Bumbershoot episode? Oh, no, wait. I want to be surprised if she even did one. You think I can remember something from like a year and a half ago? I can't remember anything from yesterday. Oh, you didn't get it tattooed on you when you were there? You and Megan didn't get matching shredded beef tacos <laughs> tattooed? Mm. I know. It sounds good. Where'd that come from? Allison would never <laughs> say something like that. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's talk about the iTunes fucking comment of the week. First of all, it does suck because the positive ones, I never remember. I don't know who sent it in. And that's unfortunate because... Everyone should leave her a positive review. But this negative reviewer, I feel like they're going out of their way. I mean, they're dragging Elliot through the mud and talking about having a baby. What the fuck are you even talking Do not know Allison at all. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like listening to it and I was like, how bad can it be? And mm-hmm. then she <laughs> says, keeping up with the Joneses, like literally. And I was like, oh shit, she went there. 
And I was like, who the fuck is this lady? God. And by the way, Allison was trying to get pregnant way before Jenna ever did. It's not like, and by the way, they're not the first two people to ever have kids in the world. So there's no copying. It's just, this is what she wants to do with her life. And she's having trouble doing it. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I shouldn't say Jesus Christ. That's This is Christmas time. <laughs> yes, Jesus fucking Christ. What is oh wrong with people? Oh, my gosh. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter's like, can I listen to one of your shows? <laughs> and I thought, you know what would be fun is to have one that is that I don't curse or like we don't talk about like wieners and penises. Well, those are the same thing. And then it hasn't happened yet, but. One of these days, I think it would be fun if there are ever episodes that, that of Allison's where the kids could actually listen. Although I don't think they need to listen to them in a pair. But anyway, that might be fun. I might have to beep out a lot of stuff, but it'd be nice. Shout out to Jason, Brian. Maybe Brian can listen to an actual episode without all these F-bombs. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to be on those. <laughs> Maybe it'll be one when you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, oh, God. Yeah, Jen Marie is like a giant dick and choke on it <laughs> sorry about your gag reflex bitch oh my god i am really mad about it obviously i see that <laughs> okay so then they were then then if the negative review wasn't enough if jen marie listens to that episode where they got stuck on the amphitheater speed bump for way too long it was a lot uh, also, the forgotten wet handshake bit where I'm like, um, hey, <laughs> I realize I drone on and on about boring shit sometimes, but I'm like, why are they still talking about this stuff? You know, I listen at one and a quarter or one and a half speed. So these things just flew past me. Oh, la di da. Ice cream truck. We have one that comes into our neighborhood, not in the wintertime. All obviously, but in the summertime, it comes around and it plays Christmas music constantly. I'm like, what the fuck? This is scary to me. I don't want to hear Christmas music. Do you not understand? Was this the bargain bin of ice cream truck music that you had to choose from? Wait a minute. What What is the temperature in orange today? Okay, first of all, my fingers and my feet are cold and I'm wearing socks. Um, I think it's, let me, I'll actually check instead of saying thank I've got my stupid neighbor text to me. Hold on. It's 63 degrees. Okay. Here's the thing. For me, that's cold. It's not freezing, but I have to put a sweatshirt on and I get to wear socks. So I'm excited. I don't know what the wind is today, but it's really windy today. And so it's a cold wind. And uh, we're we're warm-blooded people. We're used to paradise. I'm sorry if this is cold for me. I'm sorry this offends people. Well, I'm not offended by that. I'm offended that you say they don't come around in the winter time. <laughs> According to my phone, according to my phone, it's 19 degrees here. It was snowing today for the first time. And I'm like, I could go for some fucking ice cream. Where's that truck at? Okay, two things. I I actually did hear the ice cream truck the other day, so I'm lying. But ice cream in the wintertime is delicious. I don't know what they're talking about. It's almost better. Yes, there's a place, uh, an ice cream shop that has like a little punch card and you get double punches if you go on a day where it's raining or it's below freezing so actually i should go get some gelato right now you really should should i wait oh it's gonna i I might not come back (laughs) i might just move in (laughs) oh my god okay so they talked about having a hangover for starters having a hangover when you're my age it does last for a couple of days i've had one really bad one where it was a week where i'm like really this is horrendous. I haven't had, I've told you this before, ever since I've been taking this activated charcoal, I don't have hangovers anymore until this past weekend. <laughs> and it was a doozy. I forgot to take my charcoal and it was our neighborhood Christmas party. So we go from house to house and we had appetizers at my house and we have like a signature drink there. Then we went to have dinner and of course we brought our drinks there and then we had dessert in another house and the girl made a drink there. And then we had the last house, which is the drinks house (laughs) and opening presents. And here's the problem. All those drinks are delicious and they don't go together. Like I had champagne with cider first, then I had port, and then I had some peppermint schnapp chocolate drink. And then I had, then I switched it up to gin and tonics (laughs) because why not? And my friend looked at me, she's like, you are going to be so sick. I'm like, I know. 
But didn't really realize how bad it is. I don't know if I've mentioned this on here, but when I get drunk, I like to go take a bath. I'm pretty sure I've told you this. And I pass out a lot of times in the bathtub. I used to. This is not a problem anymore because I don't get hangovers or get drunk. But I did. And I apparently left the water on as well. So I woke up to a flooded bathroom and then I started barfing. Pardon me if you guys are eating. I started barfing in the tub. (laughs) I was a fucking disaster. Like, who do I think I am? So the next, like, morning, I woke up really early. Like, oh, God, there's barf in the tub. I got to go clean it before anyone sees it. So I, like, got up and, like, just went and cleaned it really quick and then went back to bed. But then I woke up and, like, had to barf some more because it was so bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, last uh, hangover? Last? Big one. Proper hangover was probably in February. Is that when we went to Texas? Texas. (laughs) I was wondering if that's what it was. I drank with Ashley and her boyfriend, and I was, uh, yeah, that was a pretty good hangover. Um, So, you know, I'm always going on and on about my uh, superior stomach strength. Right. So on our anniversary, we went out to this place called First Draft, which they have, like, I don't know, like 20-something taps, and then you, like, pour your own drinks um, they give you this card, and you, like, scan it every time, and then you pour your own drinks, and it, like, keeps count of how much you've had to drink. Oh, yes. So we went there, um, and I did not drink that much, really, but I was having, like, so many different kinds of beers. I woke up in the middle of the night and threw up, and I wasn't, oh. like, even drunk. Like, I barely caught a buzz, like, throughout the whole night, but I think... My stomach was dead in by all these weird-ass beers that I was having. I was having, like, sours, IPAs. I I even had some fucking wine. And then at the Mm. restaurant, I had a margarita. I was all over the fucking map. So I think that's what did it. And Rachel's like, you got food poisoning. I'm like, no Uh, no. fucking way. Mixing, for sure. Mixing alcohol. And I do it all the time because I can't figure out what I like. And everything that everyone else is drinking, I'm like, ooh, that looks good. <laughs> I want some of that. Uh, yeah, recipe for disaster, apparently. And then uh, Lisa's stew soup. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even want to tell you, like, the aftermath of, like, blah. <sighs> anyway, not yeah. a sexy moment for me. <laughs> not that I have many of those, but uh, rough. Yeah, so that was the last one. It was February. Yeah, this this one I threw up, but I was like not even hungover, so it okay. it doesn't count. Okay, well that that's good. Do you have anything else from Thursday before we talk about Jay Schmaus? Yes, one last thing on this Thursday episode. At the very beginning, she mentioned that she was just on Throwing Shade and that they were doing a tour of their podcast and they did like a dance number, and she tweeted out that she wants to do some kind of dance. And I say, no, don't do it. <laughs> Everyone is telling her to do it. But I say, no, you, you can't bite their wave. Let them. That's their thing. If they're going to choreograph a whole routine, that's their thing. When have we seen Allison dance before this? Never. If anything, she needs to pick up that guitar she has in her, uh-huh. in her living room, uh-huh. belt out a tune. Yes, that would be so much better. You're right. She needs to do her own thing. Maybe she can come out and do some cartwheels or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I I like the idea of her, there's already going to be a mic set up for um, music, so there you go. Let's do it. I think it's a great idea. She could do a, du- a duet with what's his fuck, Matt Nathanson. <laughs> yeah, that guy. But I can't remember the goddamn lady from the other band. Hey, okay, wait. Before we move on, I just want to. I can't remember her name, but I remember Daniel's intro for her because he said she was before that she was in a band called Butts. I'm going to leave the punchline out, but it's one of my favorite Daniel intros of all time. Hmm. So you do remember something. Or are you just consulting your journal entry? No, I I know it. I know her name. I just need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. Uh, should we talk about JMOs? You could just yell at her name whenever. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up now, but oh, uh, damn it. I do have a JMO for all once. All right. Go for it. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to go first. I'm still looking up this. Oh, I'll, I'll do one. I'll do mine because there were a few. Actually, I just wanted to mention the William Levi Walker. I know we've mentioned that he's a serial killer, I'm pretty sure. But I had to take this moment to talk about 
James Leroy Wilson. And hopefully he's not going to get upstaged by this new serial killer. Maybe they can do like a spree killing together. My JMO was that a California, basically a California Santa is depressing. Now, when I was writing this tweet, I was a little apprehensive about using the word depressing. I was almost going to use a different word first, and then I changed it to that. And then I thought, oh, that might be being insensitive. And then it couldn't have come on a worse episode (laughs) talking about depression. But I feel like Chris and Carney gets it. And I'm surprised that Allison was like, I kind of like them. I'm like, no, I don't like I I've been force fed this fucking California bullshit. I love my state very much, but I like the Coca-Cola brand of Santa Claus. I didn't grow up with snow. I didn't grow up with any of that, but that's what I see in movies. And that's the better way. That's the true Santa, the true Christmas. It has snow. It has whatever. You're not going to the fucking beach, even though that's what I do in December. (laughs) But I don't want a fucking tropical Santa Claus. I think it's disgusting. (laughs) I don't like it. And Toby, I don't like one on um, a dolphin either. No cowabunga for my Santa, please. And I'm glad Kristen agreed with me. I'm going to have to disagree. As someone who lives in the land where there's actually a winter and it looks like what you imagine Christmas, usually during Christmas, I could go for a change every now and then. So, like, if we're already making up this Santa bullshit, why not have him in a, in a you know, Hawaiian shirt, some Ugh. flip-flops? It's kind of adorable. See little Rudolph with a fucking, you know, with a, what what is a tiki drink? What, what do they call it? Like a pina colada on his hoof or something? I'm, I'm into it. Of course you would pick a pina colada. I, no. Uh-uh. You know why? <laughs> because it's wrong. Okay? And you know what is almost as bad is a fucking cowboy Santa. I'm sorry, Texas. I don't want a fucking hat on Santa Claus either. Even though I did just see this vintage <laughs> Santa Claus with the sleigh. And I'm like, oh, he's got a hat on. I kind of don't like it, but I kind of love it. <laughs> Not the hat. <laughs> I could take that off. But anyway, I imagine that Colonel Jeff would probably have a surfing Santa and I probably wouldn't like that, but I would learn to love it. Rachel Ratner. That is her name. Sorry. God, Um, that's a horrible name. I would never have come up with that. (laughs) What what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Santa. Santa. um, Yeah, I don't know. Ho, ho, hang loose. (sighs) Fuck that. No. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I bet you even Greg Heller wouldn't even stand behind a goddamn tropical Santa Claus. Ah, you know, I'm into it. We're just going to have to agree to disagree. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't hate it that much, but I do. Uh, What Jamo did you pick? Let me find it because I have it saved in my likes. The Jamo that I picked is from Ashley Bloodworth at O underscore Ashley. I miss the days when we had liner notes to determine lyrics. Hashtag old school. Hashtag music. Hashtag Google. Hashtag misheard. A lot of hashtags there. (laughs) Shout out to Ashley. We'll be talking with her soon, hopefully. I also miss the days. And I tweeted about this because a long time ago, I tried Tidal. This was before my six-month free subscription that I mentioned recently. And they still have... So I don't care about the lyrics as much because now... In Apple Music, it just shows you the lyrics underneath, so that's fine by me. What I care about is because I'm a nerd. I want to see what song did they sample, who produced it, who played what on this song, who's on the drums, who, you know, I want to know all that dumb, nerdy shit. That's what I care about, and Tidal has that in their app. You just click on the info thing, and it shows you everything. That's what I miss. So... Certain albums, I'm like, should I buy a physical copy just to read this crap? Of course I don't, because, you know, why would I when I have Apple Music and Tidal right now? But that's what I miss. How about you, Lisa? I do miss the having a physical book in my hand, and then there's like usually a picture on each page, and sometimes there's a little backstory, usually not. But then it would have, you know, the lyrics, and you get the feel for what they were thinking with whatever they're painting a picture. Also, I love reading the back like who they thanked yes i was about to mention that also the thank yous yes i love all of that i miss that whole like i have i'll never get rid of books but i've gotten rid of cds and i've gotten rid of whatever and it and i still i don't like it but i can't i mean i don't have a cd player i can't even like play one anymore i do have records so at least you have something physical to look at and kind of check out but it's not as good cd the whole pamphlet was like awesome it was 
like that was the number one thing. I couldn't wait to rip that open and like look through that while I was listening to the CD. Yes. And oh, also there was like, I think there might have been a JMO about folding maps. Was that on the Monday oh, show? That was about this JMO because they were talking about how okay. sometimes the liner notes would come or whatever. The thing would come oh, out yeah, and it would yeah. be a poster. And it was like, really? <laughs> that's what that's what I was going to say. Folding a map is easy, but refolding yeah. the CD booklet perfectly is was harder. I think now I can do it easily. That's very but true. As a teen or whatever, I was just like impatient. Yeah, every time I fold a map, I'm like, what's so fucking hard? <laughs> Also, but, I like the sound effects of Jeff doing the the folding accordion style. He says it like wah, 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 or something like that. I'll probably have to put that in here, right here. <laughs> put it right here, Jeff. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, <laughs> so you want your kids to listen to this, you said? Not this fucking episode. That's why I got to do a lot of Fs and a lot of, you know, off-color things. They're going to come in and be like, so who's this Jeff guy? <laughs> Is he going to be our new daddy? Like, daddy, you know Jeff? <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. I think that's a good place to end it on, on just wah, 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 wah. if you'd like to be on the show, which I hope you do because it's a lot of fun. Email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Little Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me on the Facebook group. If we do a live tweet, would you take part? There would be prizes. I'll mention it on Facebook. Or you can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter, or you can find me asleep at my dining room table. Most likely, that's where we'll find you. Well, this has been a festivus for the rest of us. I, I know we're celebrating a little early, but it's never too early. It's never too early. And Brittany, I love you. And why don't we let Jeff close us out? And finally, I'd just like to say, in life, you take the good, <laughs> you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Thank you and good night. It's a festivus miracle. No. <laughs> Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very, very, very Merry Christmas to you.